Open your cerebral cortex and shift your lobes into upper beta phase because you are going to have Bitcoin knowledge transmitted directly into your vestibulocochlear. Your host of Bitcoin Knowledge is Trace Mayer, an early Bitcoin advocate since it cost a quarter, but this is not intended to be investment advice. A doctor of jurisprudence, but this is definitely not legal advice. And an investor in core cryptocurrency infrastructure, including Armory, BitPay, Kraken, and Mitagio, but this is not a recommendation of those services. Here, you get fed via direct mind download with pure and free Bitcoin knowledge. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast. This is an urgent update. We have with us the CEO of Kraken, the largest Euro Bitcoin exchange, uh, Jesse Powell. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Trace. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, so we've just seen some insane activity. Uh, the Grexit happened. Uh, Greece is, uh, you know, playing chicken with Germany. Uh, the Chinese stock markets imploded. The Securities Commission over there in China has made it illegal to sell shares. Uh, and now Bitcoin has just gone insane. Uh, we've had over 85,000 Bitcoins traded in the last 24 hours on Bitfinex. Kraken's over 10,000. Even the Kraken Litecoin uh, pair is over about 1,700 Bitcoins. Like, what is going on? I, I don't know. Hard to say. I think this is probably all set off by just, uh, you know, the, the Chinese stock market issues today and just compounded by the stuff that's been happening in Europe. Um, you know, I would just say it's probably just lost confidence broadly in the, uh, the global financial system as it exists today. Now, one thing I find really interesting is uh, back before the big price rise uh, in March of 2013, I had actually been on TV with uh, Jeremy Paxman on BBC Newsnight, and it was all about Cyprus. And mm-hmm. now it's Cyprus's neighbor, Greece. Uh, but back then, the charts were all set up just perfect to have a massive run. I'd actually written an article about it about a month earlier, how the 200-day moving average was low. The the current price mm-hmm. had just barely breached it. I like the 200-day moving average because it filters out all this daily noise. We've had an 18-month just massive bear market. It's been pretty lean times in the Bitcoin niche. Do you think it might be turning around for a bear market? I mean, what's the sentiment? Do we see the tools about, built out in the ecosystem? Do we see the ability to bring on uh, massive amounts of volume? Uh, because when Gil Luria, he put out his report, put a four, $400 price target on Bitcoin, can we see institutional money come in, or do they just have to keep playing around the edges like Goldman Sachs with uh, their circle investment? I think so. I think that there, you see more and more uh, Bitcoin companies getting licensed and, uh, and forming more and more stable partnerships with, with their banks. Uh, uh, and I think that we do have the infrastructure in place today. You know, it didn't exist two years ago to absorb a huge influx of cash. So I, I think that you know, there's <clears throat> we, we could see the price rise quite substantially from here. Uh, however, you know, I would just caution people that the last time we saw saw a major spike uh, in the price, it you know, of course, was followed by a, a major drop in the price. 
Well, that makes everything kind of fun, right? Everyone loves to chase the rabbit. We've seen that with Litecoin gone from what a dollar yeah. about six months ago to over eight and a half dollars uh, just in the last six months. Fifty million dollars of volume traded in the last twenty-four hours. I mean, it's just really kind of unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, insane. I, I think the Litecoin stuff has to do kind of with the uh, uh, Litecoin not being vulnerable to the same sort of spam attacks that Bitcoin is. Uh, you know, however, I think that's easily resolved within Bitcoin. So that maybe there may be some hype around that, um, but it's yeah. hard hard to say what's really driving the Litecoin price. Yeah, because I mean, I was talking with Rodolfo Novak, he's CEO of CoinKite yesterday, just on Skype, and I was asking him because he's just getting pounded because of the spam attack, you know, because he's a merchant processor. Have you seen yeah. any issues at Kraken or is it just kind of business as usual? Uh, it, you know, you just in, increase the fees a little bit. I mean, how's it impacting the actual usage of Bitcoin? Yeah, they're definitely, well, once your funds are on Kraken, then, you know, we're doing everything off the blockchain uh, within Kraken. So it doesn't affect you then, but for sure, the, the latency in, in funding and withdrawing uh, has impacted the service, you know, but like, like you said, um, you know, we're paying a fee on every outbound transfer. Uh, and if people are paying fees on the way in, then, then they're probably not going to be very much affected by it. Now, I, so, I, yeah, I've noticed that there are a lot more, uh, tier four verified customers at Kraken. Are you, are you seeing just a lot more people coming in, trying to get their limits raised, trying to be able to buy more Bitcoin? I, I guess I ask this because, uh, the Bloomberg interview with Bill Miller, he's a massive mutual fund king. And in the last two minutes of this 12 minute interview, he was asked about Bitcoin and he said, you know, I think it's a buy right now. I'm actually working with the exchanges to increase my limits. Uh, are, mm-hmm. are you seeing that happen? So, I mean, a lot of people have been poking around Bitcoin for years now, but ha- they haven't necessarily bought in large stakes in it yet. They've just been experimenting. I mean, what are you seeing, you know, as someone boots on the ground interfacing with uh, the very most critical part of the Bitcoin infrastructure? Yeah, absolutely. We are getting a lot of requests to up- upgrade uh, accounts to higher limits uh, in the last day or so. Uh, you know, I think there's just goes to show that you are, are better off just doing this kind of thing ahead of time rather than being uh, lumped in the queue, you know, with, with 10,000 other people who are also trying to upgrade their accounts at the same time. Uh, so you want to be prepared for this kind of opportunity. You never know when it's going to happen. And, um, you know, so I would just encourage people in the future to, uh, to um, do this ahead of time. We're, of course, piling on more um, support agents, calling in people that are that are on their days off to come and help uh, get through the queue with these uh, uh, upgrade requests. But we're doing pretty well with it so far. It's, it's still very quick for people to, uh, to get upgraded. So, you know, like Greece, for example, are you, are you seeing more signups from the Eurozone, uh, from Greece specifically, or some of these other countries that might have issues like Italy or Spain or Portugal or France? Uh, not actually... Surprisingly, not not so much from these countries in particular. Um, you know, the signups are, are pretty broadly across Europe. You know, I, I, I feel like the people that are in these situations in these countries, I think there's this sort of uh, mentality that like that's never going to happen here, and people tend to wait until it's too late. You know, and, unless it's happened to them before, unless unless you're in a place like Argentina where you've just seen it happen so many times that you expect it. Uh, if it hasn't happened to you, 
you know, I think people just tend to wait until it's too late. And that's what we saw in Greece. Is yeah. By the time people want to buy Bitcoin, their bank accounts are frozen. Yeah, or China, you know, where people wanted to sell their stock and now it's illegal to sell their stock. I mean, that that's right. really well, kind of just insane, I think. It takes the government intervention to a whole new level. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if anyone saw that coming. I didn't even, you know, I wouldn't even suspected that that was even a possibility. That's just insanity, right? <laughs> Hotel China, right? <laughs> you can check in, but you can't check out. <laughs> Um, what, what about, you know, you mentioned the queue. I remember, uh, you know, the last, the big Cyprus bubble, the 2013, uh, bubble at the end of the year with U.S. Senate hearings at sometimes I think Mount Gox's Mm -hmm. queue was 10 or 20, 30,000 people waiting to get verified. Uh, where where are we at with Kraken and the Mount Gox issue? So we, uh, the Japanese bankruptcy trustee has given until July 29th. So they've extended the original uh, deadline to file. So people now have until July 29th to file online. Uh, if you have yet to file, please do um, go to claims.mountgox.com or come to kraken.com and you can file your claim in either of those places. Uh, if you do file through Kraken, you'll get, uh, I think we're still giving away a million dollars in, in uh, free trades. So uh, you'll be awarded that immediately. For, for linking up your Gox claim and, and that'll survive uh, past the uh, the payouts. So people still have some more time. It seems like a lot of people actually didn't realize that uh, the claims have been ongoing and that there was this deadline. So there's actually been a rush lately of, of new people to register to file their claims. And what happens if someone fails to file their claim? So if they fail, their, their claim just gets, it goes back to the pool, essentially. So it'll be divided among all the other creditors. Oh, so early bird gets the worm, it sounds like. If you don't file, then uh, it just gets split up pro rata with everybody who did file. Exactly. Yeah. And I think there'll be a lot of people that maybe they had $100 on their account and they're only expecting to get back 20 bucks, and it's just not worth the effort of filing. So uh, I think there'll be a lot of, a lot of those. But uh, you know, so far, the, the claims have actually exceeded the, uh, what was expected to be claimed. But we haven't figured out yet if that was just uh, some some trolls or some people uh, made some typos or or they forgot to put a decimal point in there. You know, it, it could be anything. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Get back a uh, hundred yeah. bitcoins instead of ten, right? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. What What are we seeing at Kraken? Where Where's the development coming? You I, You've recently released margin trading. Uh, like, what What types of mm-hmm. cool features are out there for people to really take advantage? of this uh, next impending bull market that seems to be uh, coming. You know, we've had 18 months of winter. It's time for uh, spring and summer. Like, how can we take advantage of it at Kraken? Yeah, so uh, if if you're in the Eurozone, you know, we've got extremely fast funding, usually same-day funding on the Euro. Um, We've also recently launched Canada. Japan's out there. We have uh, Japanese yen accounts domestically in Japan. Um, the U.S. dollar is, is also available, but uh, thinly traded right now on Kraken. Um, you can, you know, like you said, we, we have recently launched margin trading. That's been a huge success. Uh, we recently launched the dark pool. So if you want to trade bigger blocks, uh, that is a great way to do it. And we've had a lot of success with that so far. Uh, and we're, we've also got uh, credit lines that, were, that are available to to um, certain market makers if people would like to get in the business of market making for us. And uh, 
I, I heard there was a cross-order bot now that's uh, helping helping establish liquidity through all the different pairs that are on the exchange. Maybe you can go a little bit right. into that since Litecoin's just uh, you know gone to the moon and back. <laughs> yeah, actually, we, we've been testing that out uh, lately. It's not actually operational today, so all of that Litecoin volume is completely uh, completely the the market. We've had nothing to do with that. Um, so the uh, the cross book liquidity bot is essentially going to be um, arbing the, uh, the the pairs, like essentially doing triangulation between uh, the pairs to bring liquidity to the uh, the more thinly traded books. Well, that that's awesome, you know. And then we can have uh, more coins or whatever uh, that just gives more liquidity. We're seeing Shapeshift get a lot of uptake, so I think that these altcoin markets, there's uh, people love to just speculate on everything. Uh, there are any closing thoughts? Sure. I know I've got to run. You've got to run. Thanks so much for taking the time just to uh, jump on. Uh, I know the sound quality might not be the best for our listeners, but you know, having this urgent update is great. Is there anything you want to leave everybody with? Uh, just you know, keep trading. Uh- Hold. <laughs> Hold, hodl, or whatever it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Uh, thanks so much for being with us, Jesse. All right. Thanks, Trace. Have a good one. Yep. So we've had Jesse Powell, CEO of Kraken, the largest Euro Bitcoin exchange, giving us an urgent update on the situation uh, with Greece exiting, uh, China freezing sales of stock, and just the crazy liquidity that we've seen in Bitcoin and Litecoin uh, today. Thanks, Jesse. Bye. Be sure to get a copy of the free Bitcoin guide at freebitcoinguide.com. Got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at bitcoin.kn. Don't be shy. To help the show, share bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five-star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast, where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate. 